everyone. Welcome to another fantastic week at the Broken Campfire Podcast, where today we're going to have a little bit of discussion that kind of brings us back to our roots a little bit, as far at least as far as the name Broken Campfire goes, and I'll get into that a little bit later. But I'm, I'm happy to be joined here today. I'm, my name is Andy, the host. I'm also joined by a few other hosts, John Flask and Greg, as well as our special guest, Vito. Hey, guys. Vito, welcome. Our eye in the sky. Been here yeah, since so, season one, episode one, but yeah. Uh, really? That I I know why you say that, but it really doesn't affect. I actually think status. some of these guys weren't even here on the first episode. We'll have to I, check I, the I was, archives. Uh, we'll have to check the archives. Flask, can you check the archives? We'll check the archives. Okay. Yeah. Uh, we may we may be making the corrections on that. I wouldn't count on it. Uh, but we'll keep you with. Posted listeners. So first off, how's everybody doing? Good, chilling. I oh, kind of wish nobody you? had said I'm, anything. I'm okay. I'm okay. <laughs> I thought we were gonna commit to silence. That would have been funny. <laughs> I'm good. Uh, it seems like Vito was the only one who didn't get onto that bit. And you know what, Flask? Don't worry about checking the archives because I think I think that moment right there proves who's a host and who's a guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, Vito, we'll be hearing from you last as the guest, but first we'll be hearing from, <laughs> but, but first we'll be hearing from uh, John, but oh wait, shit, what if, you know what, I'll just say it, if you want to be a host on this podcast, we are hiring, you can email us, brokencampfire at gmail.com, or hit us up on the Twitter, at Broken Campfire, and if by huh. chance you weren't interested in being a host, uh, but instead you wanted to be a fan, you could view some of our content on YouTube or Twitch.tv. Recently, Flask and I have started playing Resident Evil 2, my first time playing the game. I'm about a couple hours in. The remake. Uh, remake. Yeah, sorry, the remake. I've played the original a lot as a child. Big fan of that game, big game of my childhood. Um, yeah, check it out. A lot, of, a lot of fun. Feels, you know, not, not that Silent Hill 3 and 4 are, especially 3, not that they're like by any means bad games. But it feels good to be playing like a good game. You know what I mean? Like a really Very good game. Well, it has game. like, like yeah, modern, but also more well constructed combat, which is important to the feel of an action, you know, the action yeah, in the game. Yeah, for sure. Uh, I, I guess I'll talk a little bit more about my roundtable. But yeah, it, it's a game that like you can feel how good the design is. You know what I mean? Like you. Yeah. It's like, what anyway, is the point of your game? Anyway, that's not my round. It's not my round table yet. Instead, it's John's. John, why don't you fill us in with a yard or two about your tales from the last week out there in Gamerland? Oh, thanks, pal. Thanks for letting me go. Thanks for letting me go first. Um, well, you know, I we were talking about the Dead Space remake, and I don't remember. And, and me and Greg finished the game last week. I think so. I think Great. you mentioned yeah. the markers and New Game Plus, but you didn't start that yet. Right, or I may have just started or something like that. So yeah, so I finished my New Game Plus run. I did find all the markers. I got the secret ending. I basically have became Dead Space. Whoa. He is uh, Dead Space. He is the best. And, um, oh man, I mean, well, well just tell me, I guess, did, did you enjoy the secret ending? Was it worth it? to play the game again? Um, 
well, I didn't do New Game Plus specifically for the, the new ending. I did it just because it's a relatively short game, and it's even faster when you have all your weapons unlocked and stuff. And it's just a different experience when you have your your weapons leveled up and you're playing it a second time. Yeah, you're just no. jacked yeah. and stacked, you know. Gotcha, gotcha. Do you play on a harder difficulty in New Game Plus? I, 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 I mean, you don't have to, but I did. I, I, the first time I played on normal New Game Plus, I put it on hard. Um, gotcha. But I, I did go out through and I collected all these 12 markers and... Nah, not really. I mean, it's like a... Like I said, it's like a 7 to 12 second cutscene. Oh. Um... You know, it seems pretty, pretty light. Uh, you had told I can, me about I can leave it, it at that. Well, no, I was saying Flask seemed like he was going to jump in for a second. No, it's just I didn't realize that was the extent of it. it oh, it's, yeah, no, yeah. Oh, that's sorry. interesting. I was kind it's of... nothing crazy. I, I was really curious about if it was setting up a sequel, but in a different way than Dead Space 2. Like, I didn't... Well, no. Yes. And I don't know no, anything about it, but I, I was... No. I was no, curious isn't. if the answer was, oh, this is a remake, so. but we're not necessarily nope. remaking Dead Space 2. We're, we're just starting a new line of games from this point well no the way i don't know hold on because the way greg originally described it to me maybe run it by him again though uh, it was kind of implied at the ending he was going to make the thing that happened let's let's just be chill drop a drop until we do spoiler bunker like sorry i don't mean to step on you but flash you want to go to the spoiler bunker sure I, I, you guys are overestimating this cutscene yeah well you were starting to describe like the implications of things and like that that in a way is a spoiler if somebody's media literate enough. I know. guess. Basically, I will, okay. Well, here's something. Hold on, real quick. Because from my experience of the cutscene, I watched it and I thought it was hyper dumb because I didn't know the context of the cutscene. Right, spoiler it to me a for bit. Dead Space. Remake. Yeah, I guess Dead Space. Spoilers for the secret ending of the Dead Space remake until ten minutes. Uh, in the cutscene. It's just kind of like he's he's more crazy than than the normal ending. Like he's been taken over by the marker, and he tells dead Nicole that he uh, they got work to do, but he has to build her something first. And so Greg, that could be leading to something. Well, that's then. what I'm saying. It does because Greg was saying that he does build something in between Dead Space One and Two. Um, what is so that? It, what you, uh, he builds the black marker that ends up uh, destroying the sprawl. It doesn't happen in Dead Space 2. It happens in between them in like a yes, comic. They, uh, Wait, so I, Isaac does that? Isaac yeah, does so that. basically... Um, but still, though, between, they, they, find, up, though, they find him... It could be like a new intro to the second game. It could be that instead of where you start. They find... Uh, so basically, EarthGov finds Isaac in, a, uh, in the escape pod he's in. Like, he escapes in. And uh, he's just basically a nutcase, and they, they uh, just pop a bullet in his head. That's what you would do. That's because well, they yeah, want. Because they, they no, they want him he's the for the marker. Yeah. Well, yeah. that, and they want him for the marker because they know he knows something about the marker, like uh, all like the writing and case. Like you know, uh, you know when they show him like moving the ship, John. Uh, yeah. Like they show all the writing like all over the place. That's all like real, like. He like wrote all that stuff down. Right, right. Yeah, that that part. Yeah, yeah. You're just saying. Yeah. So, and that's all like actual, like an actual language. On the inside like, of the, the spaceship, he just has a bunch of fucking scribbled, like, like over every like inch. There is no Carol yeah, in exactly. HR. <laughs> exactly. Fun, like that. Cool thing though is all that you could actually decipher because there's an actual like uh, language. There's an alphabet. I've seen that one of your screenshots. Yeah. yeah, but my, I was just saying my point is that like instead of starting Dead Space Two where they do. 
you know, and just having that be kind of skipped in a novel or a, a movie or whatever it was, you know, they could start the series with that, with him building that. And there I, could be I, a new I think it. you're, you're, no, you're well, not wrong, right. but to be fair, you do start off in a straight jacket in like a Now, I was going to say, when I say build, when I say build, they mainly like just did crazy experiments on his brain. Like they were like injecting his like, basically they were like just taking all the information from his brain. And uh, then they ended up making that thing, the black. Well, that, okay, that's what see. That's the difference. Okay, so that's what happened in the story so far, and in the ending, it very much sounds he like said, he said, "I'm going to build something." He said, "I'm going to build something for you." Yeah, like he's yep. going to build it. I feel like they that's, wouldn't throw that in there. For exactly. Just so my point is no that reason. that could be the divergence. It could be he actually builds it, and then that's what we see in the new Dead Space Two. Or if they plan to go that route. Wouldn't be like DLC for this game, would there be? Uh, no, I don't like, a, like a one Dead Space one point five or something. If like they that? were to make DLC, what they need to make is they need to make the Wii game had a, uh, a side story. Uh, I don't you remember the name Jacob? of it. No, you're uh, you're Gabe Weller, this guy uh, who is a security guard, and you and like two other people uh, escape the are on the Ishimura and escape right before uh, the Kellyan shows up. Oh, okay, That's very. Cool. Very cool. Yeah, it was like a weird, a weird Wii game. Uh, I didn't even know about that. Yeah, so we have pretty, pretty short cutscene. Uh, more implications, I guess. You knew more about. You've seen the extra, the materials and stuff. Otherwise, I was just like, oh, he's gonna make something cool. Gotcha. Um, but it was still, I had fun. I mean, it's a new game plus. I enjoyed it. That's cool. I mean, the, you guys sounded like you really enjoyed that game. It makes me really want to pick it up. I'll probably wait till it drops a little bit in price. Um, yeah, it sounds very, very solid. Yeah, yeah, I give it thumbs. Two thumbs up. Two thumbs, three thumbs up. And then I bring, bring, a, bring a flashback in. Old flashback oh, yeah. boy. And then I Welcome downloaded back. Dead Space 2, but I didn't start it because I kind of want to get Dead Space out, you know? Wait, so you, yeah. you, but you played it before. You played all of them. Well, I'm a fraud, apparently, because remember when we were looking last week, we were looking through achievements? Right. Uh, I've only played Dead Space 1 and 2. I have not beaten them. Either? No, either. 3, I definitely have 100% beat What the it. fuck? That's what you're playing games like halfway, and then you're moving Literally, on to the Dead Space sequel? One, Dead Space that's... 1, I had, I got to chapter 6, and then I just thought that's the last achievement I got. What the fuck? This guy's a fake gamer. Or I something? think Dead Space Two is even less. It was like Chapter Three. And this guy's a, and this guy's yeah, a host. Dead Space Two. I'm the king of Keeley. So I'm the ultimate gamer. You understand? He is. He is indeed the king of Keeley. It just shows how our whole system is corrupt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, there was a there was I don't want to say a problem, but that, very rarely did I finish a game. I, was, I mean, I'm better about it now, but I'm thinking as a kid, uh, as like PlayStation One games, I feel like I w- I would never finish them. Same. I have that issue now, but I I just always thought, man, I just I just always had so much respect for you guys. I just thought you guys were real gamers, but uh, I'm, seeing, like, I'm well, seeing the cracks now. Especially because like uh, you know the NES is like the first thing I had, and I didn't beat any of those games. They're too fucking hard. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, those back in the day games. Oh, it are, just uh, it just seemed like yeah, you know, I grew up. It was like it was like I don't think know. I beat a single game on any like Sega Genesis, Dreamcast. It wasn't until like Xbox came around where I was like, I have to really I think about it. I think game. we have, I think I've beaten like Super Mario Brothers 3. I don't know, stuff like that. And then PlayStation games. Yeah, not, not that many of them. 
be ramp one that sticks out in my mind is be rampage you guys ever play rampage world tour yeah. oh, I, uh, I remember playing Boy. it at friends houses but i, uh, I didn't I played on the, own it i played the original playstation 2D me and my brother would get whatever. up uh in the weekend in the morning and play a few levels and i mean the game had over 100 levels when you'd go to like the fucking moon i remember like the like the end game beat that one i think i what? owned like a couple of games on sega genesis like probably like five games and I and I, pl- I had that for like years and years, and I played them. I don't never I ever, beat them. I don't think I ever beat one of them. But there, there was also like no save states, so it's like you had to beat it in one. Save. Or you had the code or whatever. Yeah, but see, the thing is, like, and I, I look back, and I, I, do, I really do look back on some of those games, or like I'll Google them or YouTube them or something. You know, really better because you're a kid. Some of those games just fucking suck, dude. They weren't <laughs> worth beating. Or, or some of them you think like, oh, I was a little kid, so I couldn't beat them. No. They were just really fucking hard. They, they're made to be hard. Exactly. I, there was this incredible Hulk game I had in the Sega Genesis. And I always remember it just being like impossible to beat the Rhino, and he was like the first villain. I, I went back and looked at the game since then. It's just a shitty game. Yeah. <laughs> to well, me, they would make as games a kid. back then. They make back games back then hard so that like you couldn't beat them after like when you right. rented they them. They weren't that long, you know. Yeah, they, you know. You gotta put the, the length and the difficulty. They wanted you to buy them. Yeah. What were you to me for? as a kid, it wasn't even the difficulty or anything like that. It was I just seemingly enjoyed playing around in the levels I was familiar with. So I just uh, I would just oh, kind of hang around you held in the spaces. Back that, on purpose. I would I would be like yeah, a master of like the first three levels. You're like <laughs> a kid after that, that, that like, fails on purpose. It was more like just I, I was playing school. video games the way that a kid plays in a playground. <laughs> Just kind of having fun in a sandbox, you know, like uh, just using the game mechanics, jumping around, have you know, doing whatever. But gotcha. I wouldn't necessarily feel the need to progress. That wasn't like the the goal of my game experience. Yeah, yeah. I th- yeah, I, the closest thing I experienced to that was like playing like like Super Mario sixty four, which I probably have like two hundred fucking three hundred hours, and as a kid, never beat it. Yeah, I don't even know if I knew how to beat it. At, at that, I was just I would play the same the, like the first level over and over again. It didn't matter to me. My brother was always the opposite. He would play like like he got Final Fantasy Nine, and he, you know he's only a year or two older than me, uh, like two or three years older than me. I remember him playing that. It's just like, why are you taking so long on that one game, dude? Like, what are you doing? <laughs> Go play something else, dog. Things have changed. So anyway, that's my review of Dead Space. Yeah. Uh, go play it, and then go play the new game plus. Beat it twice. Your childhood self, we couldn't. Or beat it four times. That's the respectable amount. Get oh, Alex to beat it for you. New game, new game plus, plasma cutter only, and then you got to do possible. We, we would never really play the same. We would have like our own like separate games we played. <laughs> um, what else do we do? I don't want to. I don't want to take up the big thing. I feel like we share that with everybody. Uh, I want. You know do what? The big thing at some point. Yeah, we got to do the big thing at some point. Yeah, it's just, we're just getting in the waters. Uh, you know what? I, I'm just gonna say it because it it's hot topic. Everyone's talking about it. I watched episode three of the wall. Kind of called the Walking Dead, the, the Last of Us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you went back and I had no idea what yeah. you were about to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thumbs up. Pretty good. I mean. Best episode of TV ever, or of the year. I don't know. I don't want to watch TV, so maybe uh, ever. Definitely not. 
Is it the best episode of TV this so far this year that you have seen? I don't watch a lot of TV, so technically speaking, I think. Well, I would say no because I enjoyed probably the first episode better, or maybe even the second one. I don't. Oh wow! It. it, uh, We talked about it so much. I'm going to give it a a minute, and then I'm going to move on. Very lovely episode, but it was like the most basic kind of like romance story you've ever like. If like a, I don't know. Like a t- not that it wasn't romantic, but like if a teenager wrote one, like and then and then and then and then yes. they die. Yes. And it's like all right. And, and I simultaneously then, enjoyed it very much. Exactly. And, and, you can and, you can enjoy something because it's very yeah. simple, but like it was not anything you out of the box. It didn't make you think about no. something in a way you haven't before. It's just like I've seen this a hundred times, but this did it well. And they're like, yeah. that's fine. Hey, but I hear episode four. I hear we got some news about it. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm going to watch it. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Well, why don't we go ahead and talk about it? That way people don't have to... Yeah, well, who here has seen it? Greg's seen it. Did you see it? Yeah, I'm keeping it. Oh, okay. A bunch of guys have seen it. All right, then talk about it. Well, yeah, I mean... It's uh, for me. So just to reiterate, I am playing the game like chat like i'm literally playing up until what i think is going to be the next episode and then i watch the episode i've been right so far like every time so i'm playing alongside just because i I like seeing the comparison it is it's a video game adaptation so it's just it's it's a cool enjoying thing to see you know them side by side i'm with um but um spoilers for the last of us game and show until 2556 yeah, so uh, episode four felt like what I what I would think it would be was like after episode three, which was like a very you know for a lot of people it was a very sad, very heavy episode. Episode four was lighter, right? It was um pretty story light. It was um you know Joel and and Ellie going to is it the Boston QZ? They're, that, no, they're coming what? from the Boston QZ. They're coming yeah, from the Boston. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're going to uh, Philly. No, no, no. Wyoming, um, right? Am I crazy? No, 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 no. Uh, it's um. They're in like the Midwest. They're yeah. Uh, they're in um. What the fuck is the city? Uh, uh, Jesus Christ. Chicago. I'm I'm brain dead right now. Whatever. It, it's the part where um, you know, they're driving the truck. They get the truck from fucking Bill. And they're driving it, and Joel decides to take like a route that he's not very um, confident about, and that's when they get ambushed by um, the the group that's running that city, uh, Pittsburgh. It, it is Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh right? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Um, the Pittsburgh QZ, and uh, that's that scene in the game where he's like, he ain't even hurt, and then he floors it, which he didn't say in the show. I was pissed about. That's such a cool line. Well, maybe he was uh, hurt in the show. Maybe they actually stabbed one of their own. Nah, he he wasn't even hurt. But it was cool. I, I again, I enjoyed how like to the fucking T it was to the game, to the scene in the game, other than them not saying that line where, you know, the guy walks in the street and he floors it and then they crash into like a storefront and then you you play that sequence where you're like in the storefront. There's guys all around. You have to kill them. And and there was it was a very action heavy scene. Um, that was kind of that. Yeah, that was kind of it. And they they're, they introduce um characters that aren't in the game. It's uh the woman that I guess is the leader of that that group that's running Pittsburgh. 
as well as uh, her right hand, who is played by the voice actor of Tommy in the game. I don't know if you guys knew that. The guy with the, the white no, hair and the beard. Oh, yeah. is that? That's cool. Yeah, that's Tommy's voice. They, they, they had previously confirmed that like Tommy, the voice actor for Tommy, Ellie, and Joel are all in the show. In, you know, Troy Baker. Makes sense. Troy Baker's yeah, in the Troy. show? What the hell? Yeah, yeah, not yet. I mean, you, we haven't seen them yet, but we just seen the voice actor well, yeah, Tommy is that guy. I wonder who it's, uh, then, who it be. The other two uh, minor roles, I'm sure. And this guy is not in the game. He's a new character. Um, uh, but, uh, can I make a quick prediction? Uh, I think Joel or Troy Baker's going to end up being uh, the doctor at the end. You think he's going to be the doctor? Ooh. Doctor you know, at, at the, the end, end that Joel dude. kills. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucked up. I can like, see that. That's a thing. I, I, I would have thought you'd be somebody lesser than that, like even like some dude in the background. Well, nah, man. So it happened be... so quick. You don't actually think of it when it's really happening. No. Yeah. Oh, that's a good prediction. All right, I'll remember that. It seems um, like they're interested in focusing on characters other than Joel and Ellie, the yes. main duo, in an attempt to like make, make it more like a TV show. Yeah. Really. That's like probably TV the main shows, reason is to you have to you have different characters and you have different perspectives. The game you get the one perspective. You're playing as Joel or Ellie, and that's it for the whole game. And I kind of like that through the game because I like it that you're you're learning other people's stories through context clues and and things like that. Mm-hmm. But in this, they're you know they're giving us um, different perspectives and whatever. That's fine. I didn't find the um, the new characters super compelling, but they weren't on the screen that long. Um, they definitely they're changing up the story a little bit. Like I guess Henry is um, in the game. He's just part of some survivor group that's moving through Pittsburgh, and they get ambushed and split up, and they're on the run. I think they're kind of basically just a bunch of nobodies. But in the show, I guess Henry has been like antagonizing this uh, this group. I don't know if he's he was a part of that group at one point. It sounds like he was because. Um, that woman, I don't know her name was, is talking about him pretty like personally. Um, and she like wants him dead. Like he did her wrong. Um, so yeah, yeah also, I, I think like the, the QZ had <clears throat> change of leadership, change of ownership, that kind of stuff. So there was some kind of political overthrow right. and Henry ended yeah. up on the wrong side of that, I guess. Right. That's what it seems like. So they're expanding on things that that uh, things from the game that weren't really in the game. That, that's fine. Uh, but I thought that episode was cool. It was it was a lighter episode. It wasn't as serious as the previous one. There was a lot of action. And also there was a lot of uh, Ellie and Joel, you know, just uh, getting back getting to know each. Yeah. yeah, getting to know each other. And um, it was it was good. Their relationship is building. And they're becoming more like friends, and um, that's cool. And then at the very end of the episode is the introduction to um, Henry and uh, his brother Sam. Yeah, Sam. Like, like a split second, really. So, yeah, I'm wondering if the next episode will be the entire Henry and Sam story. We only have six episodes, right? Are you serious? I thought I could be totally wrong. I thought so. That's what no I heard fuck. from John. No way. Impossible. That's like a limited series. I, I I didn't I didn't know that. I would have assumed this this first season would be at least ten episodes. 
Uh, while I'm looking for it, Greg, what'd you think of it? I liked it a lot. Oh, it's gonna be nine, it. sorry. Oh, that's cool. Well, well, well. Um, I really like this one. They only show up for like a tiny bit. But there's a part where the, uh, the girl and her uh, guard or whatever, they go to like this building. And they go down to the basement. And they open the door and there's like this broken piece of ground. And it starts moving and shaking. Was, yeah. Uh, what do you right. think that is? Do you think that's just like the spore thing coming out? Or do you think that's like them digging underneath? That like seemed like it was maybe like uh maybe like a mass of the fungus. Like we already know that the fungus is kind of like a hive mind thing and it's like interconnected like a web through areas. So I'm guessing like maybe what they're gonna do is that's gonna like pop out or whatever, and that's gonna be like the reason all the uh like the un or the whatever the hell they're called. Blo- like bloater? Start- is that when the bloater shows up? Bloater shows up for the first time in the school in the Bill chapter, in in Bill's town. Oh, so, well, yeah, maybe. What is yeah, like, yeah, that that's definitely in the showing up. <laughs> I actually think I I think I might have seen some article that was like, I don't know, you're not ready for the new type of infected in the next <laughs> last. I don't know where they would have oh, got that yeah, info maybe. from, but maybe they're predicting I mean, cool. that that is the bloater, like the way you are. But uh, I dug the whole, you know, uh, them getting like ambushed and that whole scene, and Ellie, you know, stay helping out, helping Joel out, and that whole thing going down. Very, uh, very good. Yeah, I'm surprised that this show is as good as it is, and I like it as. It is. Yeah, very good. Cool. Why are you liking it, um, John? What else you got? Uh, that's it. That's it. That's what I got. That's all John's got. All right. We're going to go ahead and move on down the list to a little old Flask, then, who has a whale of a tail for us today, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. I'm back. The whale's the whale. tail is in my pail. Shoot. Let's prevail. Let's avail ourselves of what I've got. Uh, real quick, something I've, I forgot to mention about MUVR last time, uh, which is as a reminder, the, the emulation VR bedroom thing where you can play games on a TV. Um, it's how the community around it seems pretty cool. Um, you know, there's like the discord where all the people are posting their, all their stuff, uh, kind of sharing as a community as someone who's coming into it now, a couple of years into the development. Uh, yeah, it appears to be a a passionate group of people who want to share ideas and assets and, uh, see the application improve. Um, so that's nice to see. So there's like entire asset packs that people have put together just to put labels on like your NES cartridges and VHSs and stuff to make them look accurate. Uh, and that commitment applies to all the possibilities of this program. So I think that's really cool. I like when there's communities around that kind of stuff that just want to share. Um, nice, all right. Yeah, uh, I right now I guess I'm playing the end game content of Hi-Fi Rush, so I completed like the main campaign of Hi-Fi Rush. Um, uh, your enjoyment level? So I never got particularly good at the game, but I will say it was always fun. Um, especially with you how know? musical it was. I'm listening. What what is 
How does that pertain to Vito? Uh, well, he tried the game, and I don't think he liked it. Oh, because you didn't feel like you were good at it, or no? I thought no, I, no. I was actually very. I got like S's on like every. Mm, yeah, it's actually well, the best player right. ever. Yeah, I'm actually, nice. I'm actually, I actually hit the top of the leaderboards. They, they like, sent nice, him a nice. certificate in the mail yeah. saying that we're tracking player data and that they've never seen anyone who's good. Yeah, so that's actually very impressive. Begging me to play the game. It, was, it, was it wasn't weird. that, but it must have been something else, though, because he bounced off and it seemed. Okay. I just, I just felt like the, the. I mean, I will try. I, I played one night, so like I will hop on again and play it. But I was just so unimpressed. The story, characters, vibe, just seemed so sickeningly generic and i didn't really understand because everyone was like oh no it's it's self-aware like it's no it's it's also funny sometimes and no it's very self-aware about like what it is like it's not cringy no i really felt like it was not self-aware at all it was just a really boring generic uh cringe kind of story so i don't know if you have anything to say about that but that's that's how i felt i wasn't motivated to play the game more I mean, I think like most things, I have a balanced take on it where I I personally didn't find it funny, but I found it enjoyable and like it's more about, you know, the characters just kind of bonding, I guess. There's sort of like the the Mm -hmm. development of the team characterization. Um, I I was really like, like I really had to tell myself like, you're not allowed to complain about this game if you skip every cutscene. But I really wanted to skip every cutscene. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, that's I'm and, just I'm, I don't yeah, yeah. so hot, but it's just how and I mean. uh, the story is nothing to write home about. But again, it's less about the story, like the plot line, which is generic, and it's more about the 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 way the way it's presented, I guess, or like the the sort of accessorization of the plot. Um, and, and the, the sort of aesthetic detailing of the world, it's kind of hard to describe, but it's, it's, you know, a viable opinion not to vibe with it. That's something that can obviously happen. Um, but it's definitely like, not just, wow, this is funny or wow, this story is good or cool. It's, it's got like its own thing going on, um, that may not appeal to everybody. So, you know, completely valid. But uh, yeah, I, I found it fun to play mostly, um, or that's, you know, that was the point of it for me. Uh, I'm not even that big into like those combat arena games, like the the Devil May Cries and, you know, the Bayonettas and stuff like that. Um, that like that's not even a genre I really have played or enjoyed particularly, but, uh, you know. It's a colorful game with with fun, good music, uh, and it's bumping, and you're you're just like jamming to it with your combat. Um, so I think anyone could get into it. It doesn't necessarily appeal to everybody. Um, one thing I don't want to alarm anyone, but the game contains an overt Twin Peaks reference. At one Whoa. point, oh, I don't damn know how it. this God is possible. I wish I, don't I know didn't where know. we go from here. Yes, but it yes. was necessary. To Wait, tell hang you. on. Before you go on, does it contain an, a, a, a One Piece reference anywhere? Not that I've seen. 
Not that weird. I've seen. Weird. I, I, just, I may uh, have missed Andy. one. Yeah, enjoy but... your fucking game, Vito. You better fucking 100% <laughs> you piece of shit. <laughs> hey, and you can't skip any cutscenes now. Wait, did I say that I didn't like the game? I actually meant this game is fucking <laughs> sick. It actually takes a while to get into, but it's it's definitely worth it. Uh-huh. uh-huh. <laughs> at around the, and he names the exact percentage mark at which point the Twin uh, Peaks <laughs> reference occurs. Really hits his peak. And stay strong from there. Tell me what the reference is. I might not play does, the does game. It hit his, no, no, don't you tell him. Two <laughs> don't you ever tell him. I won't tell. Play the yeah, game, bud. You play the great game. talks about damn fine coffee. There may be a One Piece reference, honestly. It seems like the type of game that could have no, one. Probably, There's probably even not. stuff you know, that like you could just straight up compare sort of aesthetically to uh, One Piece, like the team and uh, I don't know. But there's like people who look like Frankie in the game, <laughs> whatever. Um, anyway, <clears throat> Steam Next Fest is going on right now where they uh, release a bunch of demos, all sorts, hundreds of demos to play. Uh, I, like I tried. Demo. What'd you say? <laughs> I like demos. Yeah. Have you played any of this? January, this I didn't know this was going on. I mean, I feel like it was only like a couple episodes ago you were talking about Steam Next Fest. I guess I know, like doesn't it? A couple of months ago. It, it feels like it just happened. Um, I was surprised too. But so yeah, it's been going on for a few days now. I played a bunch of demos. I'll try to go fast. I'll just mention the ones I found kind of noteworthy because I played some that were like Xbox arcade quality demos, especially the uh, the horror ones, you know? Kind of made on the cheap right. by like maybe one guy, which is just fine, but it was a bit funny to see some of the quality levels at, at, on display. Ooh, System Shock is a demo. Oh, yeah. I didn't play that one, but yeah, it, d- it does have a demo out. Um, I'll t- I'm going to post links to these as I um, talk about them so that you guys can see. Heartworm. Uh, Heartworm was a demo that really appealed to me um, from the jump, you know, just at first blush. Uh, I think this was a haunted PS1 demo disc game at one point, but uh, it's this got immediately reminds me of Fatal Frame. I had a Fatal Frame. I could bot. see that, but <laughs> say it with me because you know the words. It's got PlayStation One style graphics with story nice. and gameplay inspired by Silent Hill. Right. It basically is a Silent Hill game. Its inventory screen is identical down to the status health monitor. Um Oh yeah, watching it more. I yeah. def- you definitely. Yeah. It has tank controls, it has a fixed camera. It has the door opening animations from Resident Evil as well. Um the protagonist is a cool goth girl with a camera. <laughs> I was going to say black-haired so, Jill that already appealed to me <laughs> right for right away. Uh her voice weirdly in the nar- opening narration sounded like a like an AI generated chill girl voice for some reason. I don't think it is. Just kind of had a flat effect. But it would be funny if people have started to do that. Just use those AI voices for their games. I don't think it is. I, there's some stuff in there. Anyway, um, very competently and confidently presented game right up my alley. So I imagine I'll take a look at this uh the full release i think it's made by one guy and he's uh slating it for later this year so you know good always luck is isn't it it's uh, yeah it's always slated for later this year always huh? made by one guy oh always made by one guy too yeah 
A Space for the Unbound is a uh, 2D pixel art side-scrolling adventure game. Initially, I wasn't sure that I would get much out of this, but uh, it's quite lovely, actually. It's Indonesian, um, sort of a slice of life with magical realism. Like, you can dive into people's hearts and solve their problems that way. A very anime-esque vibe. Um, this one's actually available for purchase already, the full game. So I might give it a go sometime. Seems pretty sweet, you know, that vibe. Same vibe a lot. Uh, so oh, Plan cool. Planet of Lana. The vibe? Uh, this was that side-scrolling platformer that we saw a trailer for a little while ago, with the little uh, little black animal companion. Um, shades of you know another world, limbo inside little nightmares, etc. Uh, with the sort of aesthetic sentiment of like an eco or, or even like a Ori and the whatever. Um, the demo was pleasant, but sort of world-buildingly shallow. Like it was all right to play, but I didn't really get sucked in. That's That was kind of my takeaway. But, you know, maybe it'll come out and I'll hear it's a stunning organic story in a beautiful world i mean it looks good yeah it looks pretty neat but uh you might like it if you like that type of game bramble the mountain king the easiest way to describe bramble is it's a uh, a nordic folk horror little nightmares basically <laughs> set in uh, nature environments you're even a Ooh. tiny person in a world that basically wants to eat you. So it's very similar to Little Nightmares in that in the way it's constructed. Uh, if you can't get enough Little Nightmares, this could I be can. a game worth checking out. Yeah, that's cool. It does look and play nice. Uh, probably aside from, for me, the main character's model, I, I think is the worst looking thing in the game. But otherwise, it, it looks and plays nice. I probably would have kept playing it if I didn't finish the demo. Sick. I'll keep an eye on wish list that. A Rat's Life, The Cat Conspiracy. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, this is a 3D first-person adventure talking. game. Now we're talking video games. <laughs> Where you are a, you play as a rat in a slummy rat society run by some kind oh, of corporation man. that controls the cheese hunters. And I guess you're looking for your siblings who went out cheese hunting and the corporation kind of like disappeared them or they, they disappeared. This game looks fucking awesome. <laughs> I'm looking at the screenshots. This looks insane. Uh, yeah, the graphics are what I might call modern, cheap N64 style. Um, I, I hope that like brings to mind a, a look. Okay. And the, uh, the tone is like tongue in cheek. So you're in a rat society and you're talking to like rat people who are, you know, rat paws. Oh yeah. When you run the, screen. the rat yeah. paws in front of you, just slap, just slap. I you're did not, not expect this to be like first person. Man. Yep. First person. Right on the wish list. Uh, I like the mechanic where you can sniff out currency, the currency of the game. And uh, you, you follow your nose to like dig spots and then you dig up, Whatever. Sometimes it's currency, sometimes other stuff uh, for little side quests. Uh, seems like it could be a cute. Oh my god! Game. I just saw. There's a screenshot here. 
what is <laughs> look at look at this one of those screenshots on the steam page is like a a rat cop and then there's like a barrel that says a cab <laughs> i didn't see Dude, that hey man, wish, wish listed i did see i did see a rat true. landlord who was boarding up a place so that it couldn't be squatted in by oh you know what homeless rats that'd yeah. be all cats are bad right oh uh, definitely mm. Oh, I'm so, dude. A game where you the play cop, as a rat but they put, is like. But look, they put that cop mouse there on purpose. So <laughs> yeah, it's a little yeah, a little tongue in cheek. This game was made for you, John. Yeah, uh, dude, oh man, already no more dead it. cats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll see. Uh, but sorry, did you you enjoyed that? Or I know yes, it was I did. Zany, but, I probably okay. will play the full release. Nice, cool. nice. Yeah, because it's got kind of the the zany little like writing, the silly writing of like a. I want to say I, my first thought was like conquer, but it definitely mm. like Earthbound also came to mind a little bit. I don't know. Um, I'll kind of mention these next two in the same breath. Um, I play two demos of uh upcoming games from the same developer, I believe, or, or like one of the same developers. They're definitely connected, set in the same universe, I believe. Um. The first one I actually tried to play last time, last Next Fest, right. but I uh, seemingly got soft locked in the tutorial. Like I couldn't do one of the actions it wanted. That's uh, Koa and the Five Pirates of Mara, which is a 3D platformer. Uh, but this time the demo wor- worked fine, and it's uh, did an they enjoyable... make another game? They have made a bunch of games actually. I think they might all be set in the same universe. Because that the boat looks familiar to like some other game that I, I think there I are even other Mara about. games. Yeah, I think there's I think a few. It's like Island of Mars or something like that. Yeah, I think you're right. Uh, but yeah, it's a you know a colorful, feel good platformer, and the movement feels good. You can sort of chain rolls and jumps like a uh, like a Mario Odyssey sort of, uh, and it's it's fun to move around. Yeah, it seems like a goofy adventure. I'd, I'd probably check this out. And then uh, the other game was Mika and the Witch's Mountain. Which it's it's Kiki's delivery service by way of a hat in time. That's <laughs> that tells you everything you need to know. And uh, its main mechanic is flying around on a broom, on a, in a you know which which feels fun. You're going around an island delivering packages and completing little quests. Seems like a pleasant time. Um, this game looks pretty. It's not yeah. that kind of game, but it looks, it looks yeah, yeah. And it's it, like you know a, good art all around. Or- or Ocarina of Time or Wind Waker? It's a one. Wind Waker. Zelda. Yeah. Wind Waker graphic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Wind definitely. But also definitely Hat in Time. <laughs> uh, yeah, it's got like animated cutscenes, this one, which is kind of a, you know, step up. Like 2D animated cutscenes, I mean. Uh, the Hungry Fly. This was a strange game. First person 3D, you play as a fly flying around. Uh, what's this cool is, is very that very Lynchian, yeah, very Lynchian. <laughs> Quite what's cool is that you can fly wherever and you can land on any surface. Um, but what you're doing is you're apparently going into uh, like memories, and well, you're eating objects that represent memories in these levels. For some reason that I imagine is symbolic or something, uh, so I could see that leading to something. But as it is, the game is kind of unique. So I'm interested, uh, kind of like 
purposefully a little bit ugly and and like gross and there's clearly something dark behind its symbolism the hungry fly I'm almost done almost done uh, oh, I'm liking these. shadows of doubt uh this one is really interesting it's a procedurally generated immersive sim basically it's a detective game with i think voxel graphics um yeah it looks like it it seems really cool you're in a dystopic city there's a whole city modeled out with all the details uh you're given a case to solve which i guess is procedural you know generated for you and you have to actually go to the relevant locations and investigate rooms in detail you can scan for fingerprints and uh this you know, game looks fucking inspect sick, various dude. yeah this item looks clues. awesome uh, any new information you discover you can put up on a case board uh so you can like string stuff up connect it with strings you know put oh, up the information yeah. to, to use for later uh follow like location clues to w- w- where you need to go next so very very free form very free form yeah immersive sim for sure uh and it's all procedural, so you you genuinely have to discover all this stuff. It doesn't give anything to you. Uh, like to the point of looking up a name in the phone book and then heading over to their apartment and then turning off the CCTV, avoiding the neighbors who are there's people all around. Uh, and then you have to break in through a number of whatever method you choose. And you can like rifle through their belongings and <laughs> go through their trash wow. and dig out a receipt to find out they were at a restaurant, that kind of and stuff. You experienced all that in the demo? Yeah, yeah. About? It's complicated. It's complicated. I don't know how. It kind of reminds de- me like, of uh, that other voxel uh, <laughs> uh, b- breakdown. What's that game you guys played? Teardown. And, and Teardown. Oh, uh, like, Brick Breaker? Like a uh, detective <laughs> stealth game. That's pretty fucking sick. Yeah. Just I, in, like, the one the thing I worry about. Yes. The one thing I worry about is like how varied it can get because I could see a lot of the cases being sort of the same thing, just mixed around, you know? So hopefully that is not the case. I genuinely haven't played enough to know um, whether it gets samey or whether it's too, you know, too similar each case. But from what I played, it really does seem cool. It seems like each case could be uh, just, you know, a procedural interesting thing to do. Follow the the clues the, and um, interact with people and stuff the atmosphere seems like a, a big draw as well like just, yeah you know, this like rainy sort of city. city absolutely yeah. or maybe not cyberpunk like a noir yeah like a like a blade runner almost like a noir sort of dystopic yeah exactly uh so it seems promising from what i experienced very cool and then last one uh, Bleak Sword DX. Bleak Sword DX. This was apparently already a hit game on Apple Arcade. It was apparently popular on there. Uh, now it's coming to PC as uh, an upgraded or expanded edition. I'm not sure what's different aside from like being able to play it here and control it here. It's a uh, it's an 8-bit style Souls-like, basically. Each level is a little box like a diorama basically a little setting and victory for that level means defeating all of the enemies that spawn so once you beat all the enemies in the level you you win and every so often you you gain experience at the end of each level obviously every so often you level up and you can upgrade the few stats that you have 
uh, every so often there's a boss, you know, at the end of each sequence of levels. It plays simply. It's uh, nice looking, very minimal, uh, simple, artistically simplistic. But it's uh, it's worthwhile, I think, if you want to kind of enjoy like the minimalist Souls, exper- Souls experience. If you want to dodge around and parry and, you know, slap a sword on some beasts. I, it's actually fairly fun, surprisingly so. And the, the demo is really pretty cool. short. I like the animations on the uh, characters. Yeah, yeah. It's all like minimalist, but very purposefully done. So yes, those were the not <laughs> that wasn't even all of the Steam Next Fest demos I played uh, in the last few days, but that is those are the noteworthy ones I thought were worth mentioning. I I wish listed cool. a couple of them. Yep. Cool, yeah, same pretty good haul. No, yeah, that was a great segment. I appreciated. I didn't say much because I, I was appreciating hearing you go on about it. I, I've never heard of most of these games, but so mm-hmm. maybe either. Much to add, but <laughs> yeah, I appreciate. I, I did not know this was even going on. So. That's what I usually do. Oh yeah, yeah that's what like, uh so many. I think we'll get into it later, but the Dark and Darker playtest is a Steam Next Fest demo technically. Yeah, I it is, know. isn't it? Yeah. But yes, that will do it for me. Oh cool, man. Okay. We'll do it for Flash. That was a great segment. Good, yeah. Appreciate it. Thank you. Uh, definitely definitely better than the segment before. Uh moving on. <laughs> now, Come on. Now. Uh I will also save the big thing. Um Actually, uh, maybe not. Uh, I kind of don't want to get into the big thing until after break at this point. You sure. know what I mean? That sounds like a good idea. Yeah, so let me fill some time by talking about Dark and Darker. That's been fun, I'm, as I'm it always is. Directing director, am I right? Stop. Thank yeah. you, John. Thank you. The cool feature of your podcast app is that you can search like the term Dark and Darker on the Broken Campfire podcast to find the last pod we talked about this. So I yeah, won't probably. bother explaining what the game is other than a few brief words. Loot sh- or extraction shooter. Well, not a shooter. Extraction looter, I mean to say. That has a D&D aesthetic, as in a Dungeons & Dragons aesthetic, with like Dungeons & Dragons-based classes and such. This is playtest number four. Yeah. We streamed just a little bit of our gameplay if you're curious to see us lose a lot. Um, that was a fun time. Oh, it wasn't a successful run? We started getting successful near the end. We were just shaking the rust off for most of it. Yeah, just, shake, just shaking yeah. the rust and, off. And we've been exactly. wildly successful, I would say, uh, when we haven't been streaming. Like, <laughs> it's always a tug of war. Ludicrously successful. It's always a tug of war. No, really, the, you know. really though, like, so, uh, yeah, I made so yes. much money yesterday. That is true. Um, we both uh, were doing well. Still playing the wizard, still having a lot of fun with it. Flash, do you have any new takes, any thoughts? Uh, I've honestly just been playing the cleric and fighter. Um, I did try the wizard out a little bit uh, again. I think it is fun and maybe even more fun than it used to be. You'll probably talk about that. But like um, for me, it's always kind of like sword and board or at least just sword. I like hitting things, apparently. That's Mm -hmm. a part of me. Yeah, Um, you do have a lot of anger. Um, but what's funny is that aggression. <laughs> I noticed it. I noticed it. Well, what's funny is that uh, I I really just enjoy the support role most of all uh, as cleric. I I enjoy being as able cleric. to yeah help my yeah. allies by healing and. Yeah. But then the cleric can also get in there and get dirty too. You know that's what I like mm-hmm. about it. Oh, that I can mace sure. people if I need to. Um, yeah, but I've been doing a lot of some other classes. I've been doing some solo runs. 
Let's um, do this play test. Oh, sorry. <laughs> sorry. I haven't been doing like Goblin Cave. I really should before the playtest oh, okay. ends. I've just been doing like solo runs just to sort of level up. Um and just well, by Goblin like, Cave. Well, like by Goblin Cave, what Flask means is that this playtest, one of the new things is that they're trying a solo queue, which the developers have been very outspoken that they don't believe in solo queue for this game. Um, but it seems like they're kind of just so many people ask for it that they feel like they have to try it just for the data point. So I don't know how long Goblin Cave is going to last. Don't know if we'll see a next playtest, but people are saying it's ludicrous, ludicrously hard. It did seem and like that, lot- yes. It's, it's, it's just you and NPCs. There's no other solo players. No, 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 everyone is solo. It's oh, solo it's, it's a solo queue. Solo queue. Oh, okay. Gotcha. But people are saying that because of the difficulty of the map, the mobs and such that you have to fight, that it's actually easier to go in as a solo into a queue that may have a team of three. Huh, I wonder like what the, the logic queue. is of, of making the mobs harder in the solo queue. My, my thing was question. just... You don't have I, to answer that. I'm just curious. I why. tried it when I was like starting out, and that was probably a bad idea. I should go back in now that I can afford some gear. to, yeah, have some gear on that actually, and I'm higher level, mm-hmm. so I can, you know, I have my perks set up. I, should I guess maybe they're trying to re- retain the the difficulty of, <clears throat> you know, encountering when teams of players, encountering and, teams of three. I guess, but yeah. yeah, they're supplanting. Yeah, I don't, I don't really understand, but. Um, they want to make people not want to play solo queue. <laughs> yeah. Because they don't right. believe in it. That's cool. I respect them that they have a vision and they want to stick to it. You know, I, I never really felt like I needed to enter a solo queue. Like I, I did a lot of uh, rogue runs on the previous play test and it was fun to know that there's teams of three out there and when to fight, yeah. when to run. Yeah. Like you had to be more careful. Um, yeah, agreed. Yeah. Anything else about that that play test? I'll play some tonight. Um, no, I mean the wizards see some changes. I don't know if it's interesting to get into the minutia. Um, even since I played last night, it's been changed. Um, but uh, no, yeah, just good times. Awesome, excited for that game. Yeah, I don't know if we know yet when it's going to come out. Um. Originally, like when we played Playtest 2, which was the first Playtest that we played, I felt like they were saying like March, April timeframe for early access. Where the game is now, though I'm having a lot of fun with it, I don't see it as being like even early access ready by then. But that's, you know, maybe I'd be happily surprised to be wrong. Hmm. And not because of the main gameplay, but because of the features that are missing, right? Um, not, I don't even need to say that. I mean, there is a few things that feel kind of jank, like navigating the menus and such. It's more just, it feels like, though I don't, I'm not having an unbalanced play test, or I don't, I, I don't feel like we're having an unbalanced time. It feels like the developers are still needing a lot of data to figure out where they see the optimal balance at. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they're mm. making changes quickly. Um. And big changes too. Um, plus, there's more classes that they want to add into the game before oh, release. 
like a bard was one that right, apparently right. talked about quite a bit. Uh, that was one that I think they originally said was going to be in this playtest, but got pushed out. Uh, there's just a lot that, like, reading their messaging and such, it's all good stuff. There's just a lot reading their messaging and stuff that seems in development. Right. I would totally accept, you know, early access anytime just so I could, like, have a longer period of being able to build up my characters and, like, yeah, really be feel able like to I'm save some, yeah. some cash up and be able to invest in invest in things, invest in my character and not have it get wiped. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. All right. That's uh that's it for me for now. Oh, okay. We're what's uh what's Greg, if you don't mind, let's do the big thing during your segment when we come back. Yeah. Day. Yeah, it's good because that's the only thing I have to talk about. Okay, great. Uh, we we will be back, listeners, as we always are, and we'll be coming back with Greg's roundtable, Vito's roundtable, and a little bit of the news. There's a Nintendo Direct that we'll be covering. I'm sure Greg and everybody's excited for that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Listener, you're not going to believe me, but I have like a dozen more demos downloaded. I don't know if I'm going to have time to play them all. Especially because all I want to do is do more dark and darker runs. Can you blame me? Yes. What? I wasn't talking to you. Fair. The listeners wouldn't blame me. I played so many demos already. Surely I've done my part. I think the coolest thing about the next fest is seeing how many games can be made by just a few people, if not one person. There's so many out there and they're sure. not a lot of them aren't bad. Like a lot of them are completely viable little indie games. Well, some of nice my favorite games are made by one guy. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Facts. Or very small very short team small team at least, yeah. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, let's get into Greg. Greg, what do you got? Hello. Hi. I have one thing to talk about. We all what? are playing it. Almost all of us. We all redownloaded Red Dead Redemption 2. Said I'd never Red do Dead it. Online. We no. said we all never do it. Uh, and then we downloaded this mod called Red M, which is like a uh, like custom like servers and whatnot for Red Dead. And, uh, and, and we've been I'll be honest with the listeners. We did not go into it with honest intentions. No. All right. Yeah. I guess yeah, I'll, you guys I'll, even I'll want to say, talk about this. Um, I didn't have dishonest intentions completely. We were just going to go on and we were well, just going to mess, we were just gonna, we were just gonna mess gonna around. But we you guys up, were going to troll this server of well meaning role players. That's what you I guys still plan on doing all of it. But well, you were I mean, going to do it with, within well, I mean, the rules of the game. You were not going to break any rules. Of course. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, no, gonna, no, 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 no. Break no rules. Nope. I will subvert their We're going to cause chaos. We're going to plant our... We're going to plant... We're going to plant our... Exactly. Seeds of exactly. chaos. But uh, we found the server. I'm not going to say the server. Whatever. Uh, but we all applied. We're we all got in. Here. And... Uh, we all started playing a few days ago, and I, for me personally, I've played like three days of it, I think. I have had an enjoyable 
hoot, hollering, dang fun time yeah. the entire time. Well, explain what, like, like, what the fuck is this? What makes this special? What, what, what's different so, from this than the, Red Dead? I mean, it's got a... First off, there's the, the RP rules and such enforced by the community. Ensures that, pe- for the most part, people aren't running around, you know... In GTA, I would say spawning jetpacks. I don't even know what you did in Red Dead. People aren't just running around throwing dynamite willy-nilly and, like, blasting away. I think people literally were spawning wagons <laughs> on top of okay, other players. Yeah, okay. So, like, but the real gist to it is that, like, it's actually structured like how you would want an online experience of Red Dead structured. Like, it has custom scripts and mods and such that allow you to do activities. Um and there's a whole progression that's not ridiculous it's based on doing jobs and that kind of thing and i don't know it, there's just something about it like john was kind of alluding to it but we it's exactly what you wanted a red dead online experience to be you know what i mean yeah, it's a little well, more role play heavy though right like it seems like the jobs you do them because you need money, but I mean, you were telling me, like, I haven't played this yet. I, I have it all set up, so I want to play this weekend, I think. But, um, like, you're talking about moving boxes, walking boxes around. I know you could do uh, wagon deliveries. It seems like that stuff's a little drier, but you might do it because of, because of immersion, I well, guess. No, well, so those, okay, so those activities, anybody can do. Like, you can hop in the server, and you can run straight to them. Um, and they cost nothing. There's no investment. Um, but they had, I was telling you, they have a job board and they have different jobs such as like, um, like I'm a logger or Greg's a miner. And what you can do is we're really, okay, we can even go back to it. So your character with no job would just hop on the server. You could go buy an ax and you know, you go up next to a tree and you do a little mini game and it would give you like <clears throat> one wood, right? And you could do that a whole bunch and you could slowly collect wood. Uh, me, I, you know, I selected the logger job. So if I go over to a tree and I do the mini game, it's going to give me like five or six. You know what I mean? Like the, it's just going to give me a much greater amount. Or you know, if you go into the the mines and you buy a pickaxe, you can you can work, you can smash in the mines, play a little mini game, and you'll get one iron ore each time. I know because I had to do it for Kurt and it took forever. But if Greg goes in there, he can smash it and get I don't know how many he gets. I'm not a miner. But I'm, I'm assuming it's several. I get like seven or nine iron a hit. So yeah, so you, you know you can pick a specialty. Now you're thinking like, what does that mean? You get iron, whatever. Uh, the difference, and, and like I was telling you kind of earlier when we were just talking earlier today, it, it wouldn't really work in a a vanilla setting where you have you know, a normal like Red Dead Online where you just have hundreds of people coming in and out of the server and doing yep. this and that. Like, it's, it's a different it's, audience. Yeah, it's, it's a different audience, audience. Different. Yeah, it's too big. This, this time. But but with this server, it's like a, a mostly player-ran economy, right? So like, if you want to go to the gun store and buy a gun, you can only buy a gun that a character who is playing the gunsmith has made and put in that store. And, you know, they can only make the gun by getting, you know, ores and, and a blacksmith has to, like, smelt them down or something. I don't know. So... You know, if right. nobody's, if they don't have a gunsmith character, well, there's no guns in the server, or you know what I mean? If they don't have a miner, well, there's no one to supply the gunsmith. So in that sense, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's very heavily... It's imperfect, you know, but it's RP. very grounded. Exactly. Very, very imperfect, realistic. It's not yeah, what, yeah. what Rockstar would have created. I mean, it, it's not 
it's they couldn't do that with that many audience. people. Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it like wouldn't be ex- sustainable with a, yeah. a huger audience, or wouldn't you have to go into the same server every time? But, it's less action heavy. Like you're not running around shooting and robbing banks and shit like you would in no, single player I've, or multiplayer. You're more like living on my gun. Well, it's funny you mentioned that, Vito, because in the vanilla online Red Dead, you, there is no ability to rob anything. Oh, they, really? They never. They always said we're going to add robbing banks or robbing. You cannot rob anything, but you can. There is like no to rob stuff in the the uh, in this mod, and then yeah, in the private server. But you're right, though. You're right. It's it's too hectic. It's too crazy. Uh, too many people who are yeah wouldn't be invested. You guys did um, not uh, mention the name of the mod. Do you want to, or do you know, you want to keep it under wraps? No. Or that's uh, well. I was going to mention just, it. The, yeah, the mod's know. just on our. PC well, yeah. The, server, so the mod but, is called Red M. We already mentioned that. Yeah. It's, it's similar to the, the very it's popular a, it's a, it's a specific 5M server for GTA Five. But yeah, the server we're saying. I don't know. I guess I don't Keep want to. Under wraps. Okay. But uh, and even just to get a, I guess a sample. And um, the server usually, so it maxes out, or at least it says. And, you know, I don't know how these things work. They can fudge numbers, but it's a maximum capacity of I think 187. Uh, players, which is huge. Awesome. Usually yeah. on on vanilla, I think it's what like sixteen, thirty two, yeah, thirty two, sixteen, thirty. Actually, I really have somewhere in between there, probably twenty four. Um, and and at any given time, you know, I usually look on there. Usually, probably around a hundred people. Um, yeah, so it's fairly usually, populated. And I mean, it, it there's is, been there's is, been nights where we have to wait in queue because it's full. Right, definitely on the weekends. Um, and I have kind of looked around a little bit. Um, not that it's like the only one, but it is one of the only like more popular servers like that uh so yeah i'm sure there's just you know all the people are congregating on probably like four or five of them yeah that's awesome a fair it's amount a, of people it's a world yeah. it's a very immersive yeah world I mean, you, a lot of you can yeah you can expect if you go to pretty much any town there's going to be some people there or sometimes there's too many people there and it tells you to like disperse um, people are well behaved by law. Uh, yeah, I, I would say I, I've had yeah. multiple multiple interactions with a lot of people in that community. And every one interaction that I've had has been they've been very good, nice, polite, decent, decent folk. Yeah. And folk. I, I've never had an interaction with somebody where they weren't playing a character or weren't trying to like role play. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, everybody's role played or asked, like, hey, I've I've gone up to two people. And uh, they've clearly like uh, they've clearly known I've, I'm new. They're like, "Hey, are you new?" So I tell them, "Yeah." And they're like, "All right, here, follow me real quick." And they explain this. That is very explain, Like every tiny little thing. They get uh, one person gave me like four thousand dollars, which is crazy. It's, it's a lot of fucking money. That's a lot of money. That's impressive that that they were able to manage that many people on the server. I mean, I know. I mean, I I did the intro process to get in. It wasn't that complicated well you know what i mean don't think about it like all right we or you know we had under the xbox or whatever now think of that if we ran that but like you know we were all you know well-functioning adults like we are now and not psychopathic teenagers i i think i mean to that point i think it's probably something that wouldn't be nearly as popular ironically if red dead online didn't suck as much as it did there's I also like, agree with there's that. There's like a community of people who own that game who want like an active, good online experience, and the developers weren't giving them that. You know what I mean? That's absolutely right. true. You know, we mentioned some of these bigger things like um, you know the player economies or whatever, and the, the you know the people building stuff, and you know that wouldn't work in you know a bigger game. But there are just so many small quality of life things that make absolutely no sense why they weren't in the vanilla. Um, 
you know, just like very small things like the, the player menu in this is, is expanded compared to vanilla. You know, if you're walking around town, anytime you want, you can take like a, a piece of clothing off or something. You know, say you're going from like a cold place to a hot place and you just want to like, ah, take my shirt off. You know, in the vanilla, you'd have to go into a store, go into the tailor, take your shirt off, and then, or, you know, or it's, it's insane. Uh, just small things like that, or, you know, um, having Walking like, around, doing a little emotes in random spots. Yeah, exactly, yeah, but being able to, you know, in the vanilla version, uh, you can sit down in chairs in very, very specific spots, and not even a lot of them, you know, like some in the saloon. And this, literally, you type slash nearest, and it'll sit in the, the nearest, and, and when I say nearest, it's just any seat, any seat next to you. Yeah, you have tons of little emotes you can do while you're doing it. And it's like none of that stuff is in the vanilla. And it's, I mean, it's clearly not hard to do. I mean, they, dude, right they brought there. stuff from like the story to the game, like uh, a bunch of those crazy weather effects you would see in the single player, but you wouldn't see them online. Bunch yeah, yeah, that's of those are... a frustrating thing, right? You know, we've been playing, and like I said, 187 people servers sometimes are full. The weather and all this stuff like that is completely <clears throat> synced up. I mean, we've tested it at the time of day and stuff. Like, oh, what is it over there? What is it? Dude, there? we say we we just we like. I me and Kurt do it. We're doing it a bunch. We'll just kind of say stupid shit. Like, oh, storms are coming in, or I, John, you say it a bunch of shit, and like two seconds yeah, later, it, it just starts the raining all over. When you're all right, dude, the vanilla. The like I said, where you're playing twenty four max thirty people, I've never seen them synced up before. It's always oh, it's a nighttime for you. Oh no, it's day as fuck for me. Like. Yeah, it's just like small stuff. I mean, like I, I want to give insane. him. I don't know why I want to give him the benefit of the doubt because they've just like fucked us left and right. But like, I want to give him the benefit of the doubt that doing those syncing things up and having certain these certain features that you're talking about over you know many 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 servers and thousands and thousands of players is a lot harder than one server for two hundred people. You know. Well. I mean, yes and no. Probably. I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm, not, not, I'm not saying. Developer, I, yeah. I'm not saying that's a crazy thought, but I mean, it's also. I don't know who the fuck hosts this server, but it's not the company that made the most profitable media ever released ever. Right. You know what I mean, GTA yeah. Five. Yeah. And you know, just j like John said, this is a 200 person server compared to like GTA's 24 person servers. So like, I I have a hard time believing that that can be true that. A bunch of modders or script kiddies figured out how to sync something over 200 people efficiently. It's not like it lags or something when weather comes in. You know what I mean? Uh, and Rockstar couldn't do it for 24. I think it's just something they didn't, you know, there's a lot of, when you're managing a major product like that. Exactly. Yeah, you're managing a major product like that. There's 10,000 things you can do. And so, like, your project management is going to curate the list of things that you do based on the money right like yeah in the conversation we had earlier i mean Vito, that that did we kind of just boiled it down to it was like yeah just they didn't do that because it would cost money and they knew they could make it without doing that and they made yeah. a ton of money so oh. they regret nothing and they would do it all again I mean, it's sad because this is the most immersive in my opinion it's the most immersive open world in video games and to think that a multiplayer experience like the one that you guys are experiencing in this in Red M, like could have been the official experience is like is you know. I mean, we got so many different random stories from the last week. Like, um, you guys want to share exactly. stories? 
Well, there's just a few things. Like, John, we were all riding out to Blackwater together. And John and, what, Knoxville maybe? Ran into a single-player event. Like, you know how, like, when you're riding around along, you'll sometimes hear, like, somebody screaming for help or something? Right, yeah. They they oh, got yeah, that yeah, scripted yeah. into this. And so... so they, for all the players they, together, synced up. Yeah. Well, whoever's yeah. nearby, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so then they go and do that. Like, we were riding a little bit ahead of you guys, and I can't remember exactly how it happened, but John uh, got fucking shot or something, got knocked out. And so we all just stood around his body waiting for the doctor, because you can call a doctor when you come down. And we, like, role-play with the doctor when he got there, and it was pretty... A real doctor. Funny little actor. Real player. Real player, yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Or, like, I'm a farmer, and so I I grew a bunch of crops, but, like, there's not, like, a store I just sell that to. It's not like the game just gives that to me. I gotta, like, interact with people. There's a flea market I can put it on, like, kind of like a... Um, You've played games with markets before where it's player-controlled economy and stuff. But, you know, just fucking around. I just started running around Blackwater yelling, lettuce for sale. And it turned into this whole, like, two-hour-long uh, scene, I guess, with a bunch of different people. Um, some crazy shit happening. And, yeah, it was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Uh, that's that's thrilling. A lot of yeah. fun. Now, if I so I'm about to get into this. Now, the only thing, thing I'm concerned about is is it very grindy? Because I know you start off, you don't have no horse, you don't have uh, no gun. I think it feels worse at the beginning than it is. Like, yeah. uh, you got it's gonna feel pretty grindy until you get a gun and a horse, and there's always gonna be stuff you're gonna want to buy. But I don't know. We we've, we've been kind of falling into money here and there too. It's hard to say. Yeah, you got Papa Greg, so he'll just give you money. Now, you guys have been there for a very short time, but have you seen anything like, you know, the players have been on the server for a while. Have you seen any, like, uh, examples of, I don't know, the fruits of somebody's labor? Like, like, is there an empire in the server? Like, somebody who's like... Got oh, tons of money. Sure. Who's yes, built a, I have. a company? Maybe, maybe an organization. Uh, yeah, dude. My, the first people I met, uh, I met them in Annisburg, uh, and I because I had just figured I just figured out how to mine, so I brought the stuff down and I was like, "Hey, do you guys know where I could sell this stuff at?" And these guys were like, "Yeah, hey, uh, you could sell it to us. We're actually two of the richest people on this server. We own all these businesses." And they started. Listing off a bunch of businesses, they uh, then you they tell basically them that their shit is never stocked. They they, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, they basically they showed me how like how all that worked. Um, they explained like how they own a bunch of people. Uh, how they have a bunch of suppliers. Some guy he gives like he just gave a guy like nine thousand dollars for his stock of like iron and dime or emeralds and whatnot. It was uh, it was it was a very crazy experience and they That's ended cool. up giving me like a shotgun so there are economies what? in the game like yeah like, so uh, i don't know how the the there are auctions you can do and i don't know if they're like <clears throat> in the discord or in the game but you know when you both. go to certain properties like yeah and the, the single player you know you'd go up to a, like a farm or something um and whatever an npc would own it and this it's you know they're empty but if you go up to certain ones, it'll actually have like a pop up and it'll have like a, you know, a certain character's name. Like the one I went to is 
uh, like Firefly's ranch. Oh, whoever Firefly was, yeah, he he bought that like little piece of property in a in an in-game auction. Now when anyone goes there, it like says his name, and like the door will be locked, and I'm sure that character has a key to like get in the house and stuff. Huh. When I was um, I'm a farmer, and one of my first days we were in tumbleweed. I can't remember how it happened. Somebody asked me if I was new, and I said, "Yeah, I'm a farmer." They went on this whole rant about how I should look into joining this group called the Sangria Collective, which sounded like a company of farmers that like work together and pool resources and stuff. Oh, that's awesome! All these things are cool. Have you seen examples of? Because with economies come, you know, like conflict. Like, are there any like mercenary organizations or? You know, oh, wars actually, over land or anything. Uh, there are, there are definitely there bad is. people out there. Uh, if you actually go to their Discord, you can actually look at their constantly updated uh, obituary oh. section. Oh. And <laughs> see people dying in horrible fashion. And I, I, think, think, I, I think, think you also mentioned like a wanted list at some point, too. Yeah, yeah, there's like a bunch of all that stuff. I think dying in that game is more like retiring your character, though, right? Because yeah. you can get, you can die in get revived whenever respawn gotcha, no, it's, okay. it's just been a really surprisingly fun experience i, I kind of hinted that we didn't go into it with honest intentions we when we first read the rules we were just thinking of all the ways that we could troll while stealing 100 percent to the rules and you know i think we're now still gonna just, do some now, we're, now I, th- I think we're just vibing we dig but, it but yeah i i've been pleasantly surprised at how positive and into it, the community is. It's hard to be a dick when, like, you know, everybody's that into it. Yeah, you get you guys fell in love instead of of being dickheads. Plus, fucking Glendia, our D and D game has been on hiatus for a few weeks, so we needed an RP. We needed to practice RP. Awesome. Is that all you got, Greg? Uh yeah, that's it. All right. Red Dead Online. Red Maybe Dead. we'll see some of you there in server we haven't named. <clears throat> what do you call those um those like performances that are held in like a play that's put on in a house in multiple rooms and you as the audience member can just go between rooms and like see what people are up to. Oh, it's like just live I know what you're performing. Talking about. Any of these fuckers. Like the uh, like the doll the dollhouse thing or whatever the hell. Sleep no more. Isn't that the the one people yeah. Oh, I didn't know if, if there was like a specific yeah. one. I just that that category well, that, thing I, like a I think there is a word for it. I don't know what it is. It's like reminding me like RP servers remind me of that except nobody is not in on the delusion. Right. <laughs> like, yeah, no one everyone is just ho- is yeah. Yeah. Dude, I love that's actually one of my favorite things to do. I even do it in a wow, like Final Fantasy. You find people RPing and you just watch them, see what right. they're doing. Yeah, it's like, a good it's, show. It's, it's it's interesting, man. Immersive theater, maybe? Immersive theater, that's probably a good if, yeah. if that's not the actual descri- or uh, label, that's a good label. Right. No, anyway, it, sorry. It, that's a good that, that's a great way to summarize it. The the whole vibe of it. <laughs> It's. I don't want to keep going on and but John already said this, but it's just. I don't know. There's a weird feeling that you roll, you ride into some random ass town. Doesn't matter if it's Tumbleweed. Doesn't matter if it's Thieves Landing, or fucking Van Horn or Sandini. There's going to be people around. 
they're probably gonna be chatting and having like a little story going on. You know what I mean? In yeah, the sleep no more thing just kind of gave me that uh that vibe, but for sure that that's what it is. That's mm-hmm. cool. Sounds like a very special uh, experience. We I don't want to say where our farm is just in case somebody does show up there, but I was farming the other day, and we had the whole group around kind of eh, we had like half of us around um this random fucker comes up and he's strapped and he's like just kind of like riding by slowly and i don't i think he just saw me he didn't see the others he gets off and starts talking to me and like i just role play like yeah i'm just waiting for everybody to get back and then like fucking Knoxville comes up and alex comes up and all of a sudden the guy buzzes off you know what i mean it's like <laughs> i was probably about to get robbed right there what was he about to do yeah I mean, I had a whole, I had a lot of crops going. That was like after I planted everything before I harvested everything. He could have taken a shitload. Sounds like you're gonna need some guards, buddy. Oh, I had the guards, dude. I had the chef. I had uh, whatever Alex is a miner. Yeah, he's a miner. Oh, uh, is he a miner? Anyway, Vito, what yes. do you got? And I am boy. <clears throat> I'm glad the order worked out this way because we saved the best for last. Everybody, we built up to this Vito very moment. It was all good, good appetizers. You guys gave us a little taste, um, but this V-I-T-O. is the big T-O. the big entree, V-I-T-O. baby. Um, first off, I want to put my corrections correction officer hat on. Oh no! Because I think last week. I made some dumb assumption that Knockout City and Rumbleverse were both like produced by Epic and they're they're not. Okay. Um, Yikes. They just look, but they look, I think, I, I think it it says a little bit though, because like both those games, you know, were shut down and I feel like both those games kind of got lost in the shuffle and a lot of people just saw them as like Fortnite clones or something, even though they don't really play like that. But And, maybe, and within it, a few days of each other, they got shut down. Yeah. Uh, yes, and that and that's also why I thought like, oh, maybe this was one company making the decision to shut down some games they had running that weren't performing well. But no, they're not. I think um, Knockout City's EA. God, don't make me put the hat on. That, man. Yeah, um, I think that's correct. That sound about right. Knockout yeah. City's EA and Rumble versus I don't know somebody else. Maybe that's Epic. I don't know. But uh, they both they both looked honestly. I thought those games were made by the same company. I thought they were the same universe. Um, because of how massively oh, similar, universe. I thought Maybe they were the they, same sort of demographic or same like aesthetic audience. Well, definitely. Like well, that that is the truth. Um, but it, it ended up where they both, to me, they looked like they had similar graphical styles, and even like the menu systems looked the same. So um, I was wrong. They're not made by Epic. Rumbleverse is published by Epic, though. Yeah, but they're not. Yeah, Knockout City would be published by EA. Yes. Um, yeah, so um, that's all I got. Hang right. on, what? Cool. I thought you were gonna shit on High on Life because I, I you started that. High on sorry, life. not High on Life. I thought you were gonna shit on Hi Fi Rush because you started. No, nah, I mean I only, I I only played a little bit, and that's what I um, he alluded to his opinions. I, I, I alluded, yeah. My... I said I literally okay. did not play a lot at all, and that, and I said yeah. what I said. So I'll play. Okay. I'll play more. Gotcha. Gotcha. Well, news. in that case, I suppose we're done. News, 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 news,
I think this was known even then, but I didn't mention it. I'm glad Flash put it on here. Uh, a minor point about Knockout City, Knockout Shitty, uh, su- uh, shuddering. Take that back. <laughs> <laughs> They'll release a standalone player-hosted version so that people can host the game offline going forward. Maybe in the future, we'll be playing Knockout City RP. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, it has man, all the tools. God, I just I'm just imagining being just a regular citizen of Knockout City. Just going about my daily life. Ballless. And then getting some, fucking and then just getting slammed in the head. Please by a do not ball. slam me. You're, and there's all the plates there's all the pits to fall into as well. It's it's a dangerous construction zone. Yeah, trains, trains just fucking zooming through the city. Oh, you know what? I forgot one one round table item before we go on to the real what news. What the f- you can't do that we're in the news it's not my round table i think mm. it's fine no i don't i don't like this uh we we've uh indoctrinated greg into the twin peaks cult no uh, oh baby. fuck King dude you're right we forgot about, about piece, this piece of shit. <laughs> didn't you guys we, talk about uh, that last yeah, week but, yeah but we, we watched we talked about the start of the journey three. but like we, we fucking saw, blew through season two and then we watched fire walk with me yeah, fire, uh, fucking watch a shitty movie with me. Fire cock with P. Get it right. Nice. It's a great movie. I'm not. I'm not even memeing when I say that. It's like it, we've we've watched David Lynch films, four or five of them now, and it's still my favorite one. It's I really, movie. I get why John doesn't like it, but I like I personally, I only liked it because I watched Twin Peaks. So. I get I mean, why you John. Literally, like you literally it. have to watch the show, I think, yeah. to enjoy that movie. Oh, so I get why John. I, I think that's totally fair like to it. say, yeah. I've seen the show most of the time. Most I've of the seen time. much of the show. I understood you, what was going you on. You had it on, just, but you didn't see it. I, I definitely understood what was going like, on. Bro, I understood the no context of the movie. I'm just saying, it's like, uh, if I wanted to get bummed out, I'd go watch the news or something. I don't want to <laughs> seek it out in my movies. I don't know, man. There's just. There's just something about the way that he can craft a scene that like utterly horrifies you. Like maybe I'm just fucking emotionally I... numb, but like most stuff, I would say most movies and shit, whatever, just straight up bore the fuck out of me. Like I don't care. This movie made me care. I like, down down to brass tacks. I I don't know if I can explain in a few words, but like I felt real emotions that made me think a lot about how the movie was constructed, how scenes were constructed. And I, I, I thought about that movie a lot since finishing it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I guess, but I still disagree. I think anytime I felt in the movie, it was just because someone was getting like raped or beaten up. And it's like, yeah, if you just do something crazy, like I said, if you just showed like somebody stepping slowly on a puppy, you're going to get a reaction from me. But it's not like a masterful scene. Yeah, but I, just, I think it was It's earned, just disturbing. But I, you, I don't. I think it was just. I don't know. I don't. That, that's fair. I, I know you watched a lot of Twin Peaks with us, but you didn't watch it consecutively. All right, but like, I, I definitely understood what was happening 100% in the context of the movie. I understood why it was happening and who was doing it and, and what forces were at work, but it didn't, it didn't change my opinion. I think, the, I think the details matter, though, a lot in, in something like that. In Twin yeah, I, I think so. Like, It's the vibe of like knowing this person as the, the super popular prom queen who, you know, gets murdered. And then seeing her life and stuff, and it's this weirdly horrific possession story. Um, I don't know. Yeah, there's there's just something about the vibe. Uh, that's the best I could say. You know what I mean? 
I mean, I'm your somewhere in the middle. Not, yeah, your reaction's not like crazy. David no, I, very, I don't think very, so. Is a, is I, think very... my reaction, I think my reaction is probably more the norm. I guess I, I think maybe. Yeah. I, maybe what, more. what was it? What was your reaction to this movie when it came out? The reaction to the movie when it came out is not positive, but it's uh, had quite a. But I mean, well, there, cult, I mean, there are all the reasons for things. that too, right? Isn't it kind of kind of? Yeah, I think a lot people, of people, people yeah. were expecting new stuff, a, and yeah, that, and they also a lot of people watched it thinking it was it could be a standalone film when it's absolutely not. I mean, I totally see why it's like polarizing. I don't even blame you for that opinion. But like, all I can say is, you know, of people who like Twin Peaks in general, like enough to have seen season three, Firewalk with me is like always one of their top thing. I I don't know if I've ever seen somebody who I would call a Twin Peaks fan talk about how Firewalk with me wasn't a good movie. You know what I mean? I don't think I've seen that. Yeah, well, I'm just going to say this. Uh, news, 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 nah, news, nah, nah, nah. news. Give me, oh. give, me, give me the Rotten Tomato score of Firewalk with me. Uh, it's probably like a eight, right? No. Rotten Tomato sixty four. Interesting. One piece film good. red. One piece film red. Ninety four percent. You can't use film red. You can't use film red. Ninety four percent. No. All right. Audience John. score ninety five percent. What is what? What year did Firewalk with me come out? No, no, fuck off! Don't matter. No, no, no. <laughs> no, 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 no. And then we gotta find out what one boost. Piece whatever, movie all right, came what, out? What came, like, what's the latest? All right, whatever. Let's get out of the news. I can do, I talk about this all day. Right? <laughs> all right, Peaks, let's, oh, let's go. Let's go. Twin, Twin Peaks season three uh, has an audience score of eighty three. Uh, audience score ninety five percent. But go home. Yeah, I, I guess you're... And when we yes, watch Film right. Red, because we still have to, it's just not available uh, to the yeah. public. You uh, guys well, are going to change, we'll change I, I, your I get opinion. It. No, I get it. Like, Twin Peaks is made for adults who like talking about how scenes are constructed and yeah, that kind adults of thing. Like, like watching and, like, feeling things. scenes over and over in different ways. Uh, there's exactly... We only reminded it three times. Well, so, there's two... Nah. There's, there's, like, I, I at most there's two, two rape scenes. There's two rape scenes. Mm. How many rape scenes are in One Piece Red? Be honest. At least one. No more than one. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're right. Anyway. I'm not saying there's one in there. I'm just saying if there was, there's and not going to be more it's, than one. It's tasteful in One yeah, Piece. Yeah, and that's the right? thing. And that's the difference. And you can yeah, tell well, by the audience score. One's made for children and one's made for enlightened adults. And that, that's, mm. that's just the way it goes. It's true. A weird amount of games are dying soon, by the way. Such as Apex Legends Mobile, Babylon's Fall, Crossfire X, Echo VR, Rumbleverse. I only heard of like one of those games. I've heard of all of them. That isn't even all of the the list of games that are dying soon. That is just the ones that you might have heard of. That one who is in the gaming sphere might have heard of. Oh yeah, fifty. Oh yeah, is it all on this list? I mean, I it's not surprising based on. Like economy and shit. Like uh, the news all year has been about um, tech industry, especially consumer tech, pulling back, laying off, that kind of thing. That yep. um, maybe layoffs. consumer tech has seen a boom during COVID that is now starting to wane, and so they're kind of tightening the purse strings and all that. Um, yeah, this this tracks is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, I can see that. Flash, you were gonna summarize. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, it just sucks for like online games because unless someone like Knockout City's devs does release the tools to keep it uh, alive in some sense, the game is just gone forever. And so people who enjoyed it are just 
shit out of luck, you know, F- forever. Got to have a sense <laughs> of these things, you know. Like, yeah, I'm not blaming the people who bought that. At least not all those games. Um, Babylon's fall. It's your fault. I think nobody was excited well, about that. Yeah, I mean, like you understand. I mean, I would hope you understand as a gamer playing that type of game that inevitably the servers will be shut down. It just is a matter of when. But it's also right. well, that's that's kind of what I was getting at. Like as a group, we we get into some of this shit, but I think that we're a lot more guarded and skeptical around things that smell like they're going to last like a year and then die. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Not yeah, entirely. Like we we all we all bought Breakers last year. I don't think that game is going to be alive in 2024. Um, Breakers? I think you're wrong. I think I'm wrong. What did you say about you, Breakers? Dude, I'm by, sorry. By their standards of them just pumping out content, mostly because the content... By the way, Season 2 comes out next week. Uh, yeah. Their content is just recycled. It's just stuff from Xenoverse. So they have no reason not to. I don't think it's going <laughs> to cost them any money to just pump stuff out. I think, think that game is going to get a lot of... Xenoverse is still getting content. That game came out before I lived in Boston. What What do you think the average player count of Breakers is over the last 30 days? Uh, for, on Steam or everything? On, on Steam, I uh, like sub enough. 500. Steam, I'd say like... Yeah, I was going to say like... Hey, I'm just saying, when we did play, we got in a match in under a minute, didn't we? That's true. And hey, I would be happy to be wrong. I, I like Breakers a lot. I think it's a great game. Um... That was just a random example. But back to the point. But I think you're still right overall. I mean, yeah. You gotta have a sense of these things. And I don't think any of the things, at least on this list, I... Actually, Rumbleverse, I would say I'm a little surprised didn't have longer legs. The rest of them doesn't necessarily surprise me. Uh, I wanted to mention um, John Carmack wrote in to upload VR, specifically in response Mm -hmm. to the Echo VR shutdown, which... Of course, there is an Echo VR community that is upset by that because it kind of filled a niche that is now gone, going to be gone. So they want some kind of recourse for that. Um, right. I don't know how respected John Carmack is these days, but I think the things he's saying here are, you know, worthwhile and ring true. I, so I, I would for recommend for the record. This whole thing. I guess I don't know how respected he is these days, but like, I feel like he still carries heavy weight, mm-hmm. at least technically. <laughs> you know like he's yeah, he's always yeah. been a kind of a technical minded guy so no matter what he's a part of you can kind of respect his like chops i guess right yeah um sure but so he recognized that the the business and and uh, practical reasons for this kind of thing happening uh of, of course but like he proffered a, a bunch of alternatives to just letting a game cease to exist entirely including uh dropping to like a minimal skeleton crew support and he mentions how one guy managed Quake Live for a long time. Um, you could sell the rights off or like spin it off to another team, another smaller team. You could keep it alive, but just make sure it's clear that it's no longer supported. Like it is an unsupported game now. Um, just like literally keep a server on for it. Uh, open right. source the project, you know, just stick it on GitHub. So. I mean, that's like close to what Knockout City is doing. Just give people the tools, give players the tools to host their own. Um, But basically, he just wants people at Meta, which is where he worked until fairly recently, uh, to think more about the possibilities of uh, keeping games alive. Well, specifically, even if it seems a bit pointless or daunting from a business standpoint, 
think about it because of how it will affect players, which I know is a big ask, but, uh, you know, build it into your project from the ground floor, you know, from the infrastructure in the infrastructure from the beginning of the concept of the game. And that, of course, you know, applies to more than meta applies to all these murderous companies. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So there's you can do it. You just got to think about it and start thinking about it early is what he's saying. Okay. Okay. And good on Knockout City Des for uh, doing that. Just that. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Okay. Um, Assassin's Creed Valhalla's DLC, Dawn of Ragnarok, composer <laughs> Stephanie Echo Economo. Sorry, I want Stephanie say... Economo. Yeah, I was just talking uh, about. Won the first Grammy for a video game. Oh, sick! Bye. Oh, no, I, didn't, cool. I didn't know this. Yeah. Greg, did you play Dawn of Ragnarok, Greg? I've played the first ten minutes of it. <laughs> and did were you oh. blown away? Were you like, damn, this soundtrack's this is like Yeah, I, I, <laughs> that was the last thing I said before I turned it off. No, dude, that, that game's so long. I have like two hundred something hours in that game, and they released another full ass DLC. I was like, dude, I can't play this. I got to do something else. Can't keep up. Can't keep up. I think it's funny that Good the first game, Grammy though. won for a video game is for a DLC. <laughs> yeah. And Assassin's Creed. Well, I, and Assassin's I ain't Creed. heard uh, I don't Yo, think I've heard any Donna oh. Ragnarok on uh, Top 40, so I'm not sure how much I believe this. Right. Yet. The A new Resident Evil CG movie is coming this summer titled Resident Evil Death Island. Greg, what, what do we think about this? Dude, I, I didn't know about this. I literally didn't. I just found out about this. I'm watching the trailer now. Dude, this. I fucking love these CG movies. Dude, they're so bad. Dude. They're so fucking cool, dude. They're so like <laughs> cool. cool and no. bad I, at the same time. Dude, they're yeah. like. All right. You're right. Who do we see here? Cool we see and bad. Chris and- Oh, I see Leon in a shot. It looks like Chris, like right before he gets to Africa, that that fit he's wearing. I quite Uh, literally don't remember anything that happened in uh, Infinite Darkness. The scene that always sticks out in my mind in those CG movies is when I think it's Leon is having a gun battle, literally (laughs) inches from another man. No, 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 no. no. That's Chris. That is Chris. Chris Chris and the and the main bad guy having with like. I think one of them has like an auto. They both have like auto pistols. They have pistols. They shoot hundreds of shots. Dude, it's so dueling, cool. But but they're I mean, they're in melee. Like they're touching each other the whole time, but they're shooting guns, hundreds of shots. It's None very of them hitting. Stupid. It's it's but it was cool. But it was also real stupid. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like they love, love these movies, dude. So I'm excited for it. My favorite uh, is still Dark- uh, Damnation or whatever. The one set in, uh, was it Ukraine or Russia or whatever? Oh, you mean where uh, Leon tells a man he has to pay for his sins and then paralyzes them? <laughs> that was a pretty <laughs> that off, happen? off movie. Right, that, that is happen? pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, so, so there's, I don't remember what his name is, but he's like, he's the guy that like caused the problem. And Leon says something like, you're going to have to pay for your sin. And he Old, like I think you like see his gun, and the next time you see him, he, the guy's in a wheelchair. Okay, and we're like, uh Damn so it's like either he shot shot the parasite and killed it, but me and Knoxville took that as he just shot him in the spine and let him live. I just mm-hmm. remember that, that one his- being the most cohesive movie. 
Like it was the least was ridiculous or at least the was, least I, all over the place. Was that the one where he has the the liquor and he's able to like control it and have it attack? Oh, I think God, it's like he probably. makes an attack on Mr. Egg. I don't know. <laughs> As I said, I literally don't remember anything about Infinite Darkness and that's the most recent of the CG uh, stuff. That one was the that one was with the famous uh, acid room. I don't know if you remember that. The no. uh where they have this big lab uh and the failsafe for it is just to dump all the pods and fill oh, the dude, entire I lab with that. acid. Oh, that makes sense. That was sick. Yeah. Dude, like they're very dumb but very cool. I agree. And it looks like there's like a bunch, I don't know. Death Island. Last story of the night. There was a Nintendo Direct yesterday. Vlas and Greg, I know you guys saw the whole thing. Yeah. What do we think? I didn't give a shit. Yes, I was. Uh, it was I was not sadly bad, ripped. I was sadly ripped away for like the one thing I actually gave a shit about. <laughs> uh, but I saw it at the end. Uh, but um, like some recap things. Uh, they Advanced War One and Two. Uh, those are finally coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, the war in Ukraine is officially over. <laughs> no, so, yeah. Yeah. So Japan doesn't have to worry about it anymore. Uh, uh, Layton's getting another game. Uh, Katamari reroll. Uh, or we love Katamari's we getting love a Katamari, Switch game. Right. A bunch of other crap. Uh, but then the Game Boy and Game Boy Advance games are going to start coming to the Nintendo Switch Online with, uh, I think it's the expansion pack bonus, I think it's called. Uh, which is, that's cool. Uh, I guess uh, this dude at work, uh, he said like they're gonna end up probably adding like the vocal, the original Pokemon games at some point. So that could be uh pretty cool because they give like online functionality to those games. With that, oh, so you could like tr- trade? Uh, yeah. Huh. So uh, they they showed it a little bit uh when they showed the Game Boy, but they were um playing like uh like the Game Game Boy Mario uh card game, and you're able to play those games. Uh, multiplayer, right. like online multiplayer, or that is cool. Uh, they showed. Uh, they also showed Metroid Prime remastered, uh, and they shadow dropped it. Yeah, they uh, just they shadow released. dropped it for yeah, just forty bucks. Now I'm a bad gamer, so I haven't actually looked at it myself. But I'm seeing some mixed buzz. I will say on it. People seems like Did you say uh, mixed. Yeah. Well, I can give you. I bought it. Uh, oh. I did the yeah, I did the first level or like the uh the starting area. I got down to the planet. Uh, it looks nice. I mean, it looked fine, you know, originally because the game came out I think in like two thousand two or whatever, and the game looks fine. My impression, uh, but now looks pretty cool. Sorry, my my impression was that it was like always artistically cohesive. Like it always had a very directed sort of uh art style where yeah it looked it, it yeah, always I mean, looks good because it was so like purposeful in its design yeah like i'd say uh they just i guess improved upon it yeah. if anything i haven't had any issues um but i also don't have any of the upgrades yet like uh i know they made it where the right stick now you can uh control your uh your like aiming movement and uh, that used to be like on the GameCube, the C stick. That used to be to swap out your uh, your weapons. So I don't know. We'll see. 
I'll, I'll probably more on that later. Okay. If, yeah. With the mix. This was also like this was the direct of remasters. They they announced um, Etrian Odyssey Origins Collection. They announced uh, uh, Baton Katos. I don't know how you pronounce that remaster. Um, Ghost Trick is coming to Switch. Ghost Trick Phantom Detective. Yeah, they're they're like uh, pumping stuff as always. They're pumping stuff onto the newest platform, which yep. is the Switch. It's cool what to see some GameCube see? shit. What did we see of um, Tears of the Kingdom, though? Oh, I looked away. That was the last thing. Uh, oh, yeah, Flash looked away. I looked uh, they away, showed... Greg was gone. Yeah, I watched it. I watched it. I'll, I'll be honest, I watched the trailer a few times because, you know, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm a very big fan of Zelda. Uh, they showed a bunch of the new area, uh, like, new monsters that are, like, are scattered around the map. Uh, I'm not going to say them because I'm Flash. Right, like I still need the, to play Botwa. You know, it, yeah. Uh, but basically, in the original one, there was like three different enemy types, I feel like. Uh, in this one, it looks like there's a shit ton more. Uh, you hear Ganondorf talk. Or what we who we assume is Ganondorf talking. And uh, it looks cool. They have like a... Some new mechanic. They show like a little bit of some new mechanic where it looks like you build like vehicles or something. But we really didn't see that much. If it is I'm Ganon, excited. I think they should have gotten someone with us who could at least do a slight, like Middle Eastern accent to give him some kind of like flavor. Because right now he I does sound like a generic. The way he sounds, guy. I that's uh, this the voice I have. I in my head, he's for Ganon. <laughs> that's not surprising. He just kind of sounds like because he sounds. He kind of sounds like uh, his Wind Waker version of him. Where yeah, like the grunt. The he didn't really. He didn't. Really, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> nonsense. Um, I was gonna dumb question. I got two dumb questions. First is the dumbest. Was Ganon Go not on. the guy in the first one? What was Ganon not the guy in the first one? Uh, so in even the Breath of the Wild, yeah, you fight uh Calamity Ganon is the main bad guy. Oh, okay, so Ganon, and that is like. That is basically yeah, like his like his evil energy or whatever, and in this one, it is uh the, well they showed it in the first trailer uh it's basically gonna be Ganondorf has his body back and he's like ultimate like, god like or whatever Gerudo Ganon yeah like, like Gerudo Ganon? but in this one he's like a gross like mummified goblin man <laughs> I wonder if we're gonna see Pigman Ganon or Ganondorf uh pigman ganon are actually i think ganon is the name of the pigman right yes uh yes uh you kind of fight like a pigman version in breath of the wild kinda uh second dumb question less dumb i think um the big thing about this game and its open worldness maybe not the big thing but we know it's going to be on the same map but with changes did you get a feeling from these trailers that the map is going to feel new enough to you if you'd spent a hundred hours in Breath of the Wild already. Um. So what it looked like, uh, they do show you know areas that are clearly changed. Um, but it does look like there's like underground areas and a bunch of like sky islands now. So I feel I think like we're gonna get our uh, classic dungeons back. I hope so. That's that's really what I felt like uh, Breath of the Wild missed was it really only had the four dungeons and a bunch and like three hundred of those uh, like shrines, which the shrines were like just like a little trial and then you were done. This game needs 
dungeon. And I think I think with this game, I think that's what we're gonna get. Maybe a bunch it, of new, okay. but who knows? Maybe at the beginning of the game, Ganon uh, s- stabs his staff into the earth, and a bunch of glowing cracks spread out over the land, and all of the landscape changes so that it's a different landscape. In this one, <laughs> he just changes it at the beginning of the game. <laughs> well, so what did they show? Well, they show kind of what happened in uh, the uh, so in the first trailer they show. Ganon just kind of like you it's you and Zelda walking down into a cave where his like body is or whatever and then he just looks over to you guys and everything just starts rising around the world mm. like now your like, map is useless idiots dumbass I don't know I mean I'm excited I'm not excited that you know it's a $70 game for a right. switch game but uh Hey, if you want to play something free right now, you can go play the the Octopath Traveler 2 demo. It's out right now. Yeah, if you want to play that. Uh, what was I going to say? Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, their new price for this one, $70. I guess that's... I get that. Whatever. That's um, the way it's going these days, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but also, like, I feel like this is, you know, one of their main staples, like this, Mario, and fucking kirby so it's gotta you know they know people who buy gotta it. Hold, yeah got that and it's gotta hold up like yeah how pissed do you think people are gonna be if they buy this these spend 70 dollars in this game just like 70 dollars dlc for breath of the wild not a lot of happy campers nope not a lot of happy campers but hey overall didn't sound like a bad direct um not a whole lot there for me to hang my hat on other than Metroid Prime is cool and um, Octopath Traveler has always been a game that I've respected from afar but I haven't played so I like the fact that there's a demo out for the second game. Yeah. When are we going to get new new hardware though? Like, I don't, I, Maybe that's a dumb thing to say. I can't remember how long it's been since the Switch came out but I feel like a year or two ago yeah okay I feel like a year or two ago everybody was saying shit like yeah we're going to be seeing hardware soon. Oh, they're going to announce the, the, the Switch Ultimate soon, but I don't, I don't see that buzz no more. I've been, like, holding off on buying a fucking, uh, a fucking Switch for, I feel like, a decade. 27. Like, nah, but as, as soon as I do, they're going to they're gonna announce a new hardware. Yeah, <laughs> I would really like them to, you know, well, I, you would think with, uh, what is it, the, uh, the Steam Deck? Maybe that's like what they're focused on now is uh, working on a a better handheld system, but a counter. Yeah, I mean, I bought it last year just after realizing that it had accumulated enough exclusives and even like ports for me to feel that it was a justified purchase as like a console. Like I, I finally felt, oh, you know what? There's enough stuff on there that I want to play that I can't play anywhere else, which is their whole model <laughs> that I finally pulled the trigger on it. And I feel like it's been worthwhile. Okay. What a podcast. You know, at the start, right before we started, I was like, what are we going to talk about? All, in, all I've been doing is read down online, but somehow, as we always do, we managed to uh, mine about two hours of discussion out. And hey, it was good stuff. Appreciate Flask's d- deep dive into um the steam next facts i appreciate john's nuanced balance and not childish at all takes on fire walk with me 
Uh, great pod. Jesus Christ. <clears throat> what about yeah, me? That, that most of the... What about me? What do you like about what I said? Uh, you know, 63% is, is still greater than... Thirty-seven. Yeah, but but the discussion is whether the One Piece film Red is better and what it is. Would, would oh, you like now, now you're moving the now you're moving the goalposts. Uh, Should we bury Andy alive in an unmarked grave well, tomorrow? Sixty-three percent is not a good mark of a movie. If someone told me uh, my if my child came home and said, "Papa, I got a sixty-three percent of my test." You know what I say? You hit him. I say, "Well, no, you don't resort to violence." I Jesus say, Christ, uh, Vito. Yeah, right. Say, I'm, I'm saying sure. what John would do. No, oh, I, I don't like that. I say I'm not your papa. I hand them a plastic bag. I wish them luck. What's the plastic bag for? Uh, just so they can carry some of the stuff they want to. We gotta leave. I'm kicking them out of the house. Oh, Jesus Christ! That's worse. It's worse than what I uh, said. Now, ah, what, what if, know? what if that same child, instead of telling you the score, what they did is they came home and said, "Dad, my teacher said that my test was certified fresh." Hmm. Yeah. Is that like Twitter slang, you would say? You know, 63% is certified fresh. That's all I'm saying. That's the whole bit. I got it. Look. Yeah. John, John didn't, I guess. That's right. I mean, I guess you like brown tomatoes. Yeah, that's you definitely need a, need a certain IQ. To hey, hey, I'll start finding some 6 stuff, out of 10 you know? games for you to play. I'm going right there. Yeah, what do you think Breakers has on Steam right now? Probably 10 out of 10. It's a 6 out of 10 game. Yeah, and we've already, and we've already discussed that it's not going to last a year, so, uh, you know, that makes oh, sense. You disagreed with that, like, an hour I disagree with it <laughs> under the basis that it will be churned out, used content, and it will cost them nothing. It does not reflect on the quality of the product. In fact, it does. It reflects poorly on it. Well, ask you just cut it any time before John starts talking. I'm going to cut... I'm kidding. You out. Yeah. Oh, cut me Shit. out. Shit. Didn't expect that, did you, bud? The reversal. What are we going to talk about next week? I don't know. I'll, I'll, I'll give you a hint. It probably has something to do with Red Dead Online. And it might have something to do with Dark and Darker. Two weeks, though, I'll have something good to talk about. In about two months, I'm going to have something great. I'll do my best, but I can't promise anything.